Disability Talks with Shane. Talking all things disability. Today I'm talking to Martina Neto, who is a support coordinator and a support worker. Welcome to my podcast, Martina. Thank you, Shane. Really good to be here. Tell us a bit, a bit about yourself. All right. Like, like you mentioned, my name is Martina Neto. I am right now the Managing Director of Faith Disability Services. I've been in the disability industry for about 13, 13 years. Yeah, didn't realise it was that long. But yeah, um, in the disability industry, so absolutely loving it and um, can't really complain. Do you enjoy it? Absolutely love it. So um, never a dull moment. No two days are alike. And that's the beauty about um, disability. I um, started off a while ago in a job in Warragul, working with a company as a employment consultant. And that was pretty much helping people find work, find um, placements, work experience and paid employment. So there you go. Why did you choose disability services? Disability has always held a really, really special place in my heart. And that happens happened because um, I've got a nephew who's um, autistic. And looking at him, I've realised that I've got to give something back. And that's why I chose disability. And by me helping a lot of people, I hope there'll be people like myself, to help my nephew. Thank, that's a good answer. Thank you. What do you love about, love about it? I love the fact that I am able to give back to the community. I love the fact that um, I can go to bed at night knowing I've helped someone and I've changed lives. So that's, that's, why, that's why disability and that's what I love about it. And a lot of them, we put smiles on the kids, absolutely on the participants' faces. That's yep. what and helping them reach their goals, and realizing or, or meeting someone years down the track and knowing for a fact that you helped them get that job is, um, yeah, joy that is irreplaceable. So, where did you study for the qualifications? Well, way, 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 way back in the day. I'm not that old though. <laughs> Way back in the day, I was um, I studied in India. I did my masters in psychology, and at uni, which was one thing really wonderful about my university was we actually built and had a special school on campus, and we were able to um, get our placement hours hands on, looking at um, you know autistic children and working with them and. That's where I studied, India Women's Christian College, Chennai. So how was how was it working at the um, school? It was fantastic. It was, like I said, very hands on. You met students. You got to meet parents every day. You got to work with parents. You got to help them with the struggles because people in India look at disability very very differently to people in Australia. In India, you don't have, you don't have the NDIS. You don't have government help. You don't have um, any sort of support from the government to assist you. 
if you've got someone, if you've got a child with a disability, it's almost you'll look down upon. Yeah. So um, working with parents and dealing with with them talking about their struggles with a child with a disability was a huge, huge part of my um, reason for choosing disability. So you, so you get nothing from the government? Absolutely nothing. And if you didn't have a job, you didn't have new start allowance and you didn't have, um, say, COVID hit right now, a lot of people are getting a job seeker payment, right? There's nothing like that in India. That's not good. Mm. So there you go. Blessed to be part of Australia. You've just started your own support. What out of business and why? So like I said, 13 years as part of the disability industry. I've been with the NDIS from the word get-go. We were part of um, webinars, seminars. We, we went to conferences and we learned everything about the NDIS from the time the NDIS actually rolled out. So my understanding is, in my opinion, wealth, wealth and knowledge. And I want to be able to use that knowledge in order to help someone understand their plan, break it down, help them, link them to providers, help them get the most from the funding that they've got, help them fight for more funding if they need it. And I can only do that as a support coordinator. And a a question I want to add, what's the difference between what you're doing now and what you used to do? So as an employment coach, the only thing I could do is help someone in a room with a group or um, pretty much help help them link to an employer. So everything employment related. Whereas a support coordinator takes out that employment part and basically is overall looking down and going through that plan so it's not just employment related it's an overall approach to help that particular person get the most out of their plan help the person reach their goals so yeah that's a good answer thank you what do people want to know more about your services you provide well Faith Disability Services, I'm the Managing Director. It's very, very, very new, um, almost infant stage as my little baby at home. So I've had, I've, I've gone off, I've had a little break, gone off and had myself a baby and um, decided that I don't want to just do employment anymore. I want to give back more. I want to use this knowledge that I've got in order to help someone reach their goal or in order to help someone understand their plan or in order to help someone um, almost be an advocate for them, their, their voice, if, if, you, if, if that's how I can say it. So Faith Disability Services is that, pretty much the voice of the participant. And um, yeah, you, if you want, you can reach me on my mobile number, which is 0405. Nine six three seven five one. Email address is martina at faithdisability.com or you can just go to my website, faithdisability.com. Today, Martina and I have just been working together on, on pulling my plan together, haven't we? Absolutely, yes. And um, we've got something like we did this morning. 
brings me joy. It it helps me realize that not everyone understands their NDIS plan. Yeah, you always need someone to help you look at this plan and break it up. So you've got your core supports and you've got your capacity building and you've got your cap- um, capital building. And those are just words. And for someone uh, with a disability, it could be hard to uh, understand something like that. And it could be um, basically be thrown in the too hard basket. And we see a lot of plans that are underutilized. And I don't want that to happen ever. I want us... So every every person I meet, I want to be able to help them use their plan to the best of that abil- their ability, use their plan to the maximum capacity. And the reason I can do that is I sit with the person and I break down every single part of the plan and tell the person which service they could use for which part of their plan. Yeah? Yep. So... Um, You've got money sitting there. It's your money. You just need the guidance and the assistance to put you in, like almost link you up with services to use that money. Even if the person wants to use use you and not in your, like in Geelong or, and you're over here, would that still be okay? Absolutely. Well, technology, thanks to technology today, everything can happen from the comfort of my home. And that's that's also one of the reasons why I chose support coordination. I'm able to do it. You know, I can finish a feed in my bedroom and walk to, uh, to my study and have a Zoom meeting with a participant to help them understand their plan. So first of all, own business gives you flexibility, which I absolutely love. I'm able to be more of a mum these days and take a walk and take a lunch break and do things with my family, which I couldn't do when I was, you know, working with a corporate. And um, support coordination allows me to do that from my home. So there you go. Why is support coordination is important? So a lot of plans nowadays, sad to say that support coordination isn't being included in the plan. And the reason being, the NDIS is trying to cut down on the funds that they give out. So they're trying to basically um, link two roles together. So they're, do- they're trying to tell the local area coordinator to do support coordination as well. And as we all know, the local area coordinator has a job of their own, which is enough for them. So they've got planning meetings to go to. They've got new people that they need to sign up with the NDIS and they don't really have time to deal with an existing client or a participant to help them link to services. So a local area coordinator, if you were to go and say, hey, can you help me uh, find an OT? A local area coordinator would just copy and paste links and send it to you. And then you'd have to do the job of finding which one suits you. Throw a support coordinator in the mix there the support coordinator is yours, which will work for just you. So they will not send you a link. They will say, Shane, meet Mark. Mark is an OT who will help you. So 
the support coordinator is individualized. They don't send you a, they don't copy and paste links. They find someone that will pretty much work with you to reach that goal. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the business or what you do? No, but I would also, I would just like to say, I'm meeting you after a while. And um, I hear that you've been part of Radio Voice's, um, Radio Voice, the, 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 the course. And I can, I can see it's very visible that your confidence has built. Um, your, you've got your own podcast, which is fantastic. And I'm extremely proud of you, mate. So, I, yeah. I am you as well for doing what you did at the ex workplace, yep. what you do now. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Today I was chatting with, chatting with Martina Neto, who is a support worker and a support coordinator on Disability Talk with Shane. Ciao for now. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Mm-hmm.